Hey, beauty pros, welcome to Beauty Business Breakthroughs. My name is Shara, your guide to success in the beauty industry. In each episode, I'm going to be sharing my tips, tricks, and real life experiences. Plus, we'll bring in industry experts to drop their game-changing advice. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, get ready for practical insights that will elevate your beauty business. Let's dive in. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to be talking about the one secret that will help you improve your customer service as a beauty service professional. I cannot believe this day got away from me. I, it is already time to go over all of these exciting tips and tricks. So if you haven't joined me before, you are in for a real treat. So again, the topic today is going to be discussing the one secret that will help you improve your customer service as a beauty service professional. Now, just by a quick show of hands, how many of you know all of the exciting ways that you can be unique to set yourself apart and really be able to provide customer service in a way that nobody else is providing, okay? So how exciting, wonderful. I love to see all of that great show of hands. So with it being the holiday season, I want to go ahead and just share some ideas with you and some things that you can go ahead and do to, again, set yourself apart. The one secret that I'm going to be discussing today is listening to your client's needs. Now, what does that mean, right? What does that mean? Expand on that, Shara. Define that for me. So very recently, I had decided to stop doing business with a service that was I was uh, going to, right? So I was paying somebody to get service done. And just the kind of person I am, I will either decide whether I'm going to give them feedback up front and let them know why I'm not providing or you know getting their service done anymore. Or I will go ahead and decide if they ask me that I'm more than willing to share, right? And so in this particular instance, I've actually had two instances. So in this particular instance that I'm going to share with you right now is that I just told them, hey, I'm not going to be renewing my contract with you. You know, thank you so much. It's great doing, you know, business with you. Left it at that. I have had people either not message me at all. So basically they just don't even engage or acknowledge, you know, that I am no longer going to be doing business with them. Or I have had people that will actually reach out and say, hey, thank you so much for letting me know. If you don't mind, can you provide me with some feedback as to what prompted you to make that decision, right? And of course, at that time, I still have no intention of continuing to do business with them. However, this is an opportunity for me as the customer, right, to provide constructive feedback not necessarily criticism, but constructive feedback to let people know, hey, this is something that you can work on, right? This is the reason or multiple reasons why I chose not to continue doing business with you. And so if you take that as a business, right? If you take that as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as the person who is providing services to clients, right? 
you want to make it a point to graciously bow out and say, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure providing services for you. However, I would love if you could provide me with some feedback as to things that I can work on or what can I do different in the future or something along those lines, right? Because what that is going to do is that is going to give you some insights into your clients and what they like, what they don't like, maybe some areas of improvement for you, right? This is going to give you an opportunity to take that information, get constructive feedback, right? And then make changes as needed. So when I tell somebody that I'm no longer going to do business with them, and they don't even reach back out or acknowledge it or ask me why, I'm thinking to myself, it's not good business. And I'm actually glad that I'm no longer choosing to do business with them, right? However, if they would have reached back out to me, that may be an opportunity to open up conversation and not only receive that feedback in order to make changes in my business, right? But it could also open it up to maybe save that client. Maybe it's something that is completely fixable. Maybe they just want you to acknowledge you know, that you were wrong by doing something, or it might not even be talking about, it might not even be something that you have control over, right? And so just as a reminder for anybody who is just joining us, we're talking about the one secret that will help you improve your customer service as a beauty service professional, right? So our goal is to provide excellent customer service from the beginning. However, with us being able to listen to our clients' needs and listen to what they are liking, what they don't like, the areas of changes that they want improved upon and things of that nature, that doesn't mean we do every single thing that they say, right? But we take it as positive feedback because if they didn't tell us, right, then we wouldn't know. So I always used to tell my children, okay, and granted they are adults now, However, I don't know that there is something that needs fixed if I don't know it's broken, if I don't know it's a problem. So they, you need your clients to give you that feedback, right? You need your clients to tell you what is working and what's not for them. That is what I have been able to do, not only in my service-based business, but in the online academy as well as the coaching program. Taking that feedback and saying, uh-oh, wait a minute, I think something's wrong. Let's fix this right? Let's make sure that, that we are taking steps to make sure that this doesn't happen on repeat. I just had a customer who had reached out to us recently. You know, we're supposed to receive a certain amount of, of inventory in their purchase and they didn't. And so immediately I'm reaching out to my supplier. I'm reaching out to my warehouse because I'm making sure that this is not an ongoing problem, right? What is going on? Where's the miss? Is it the warehouse? Is it my supplier and how they're shipping the product? Because it's supposed to be shipped, right, in a package or a quantity of a certain amount, okay? So again, listening to our clients, listening to their feedback, listening to their concerns and their needs, what their preferences are, this is a way for you to go ahead and take the opportunity to receive their constructive feedback their criticism and whatever it is that they have to provide and for you to tailor your business to their needs, right? 
So we are in, no matter what service that you provide, we are in the customer service industry. We want to be able to provide excellent service to our clients. We want to be able to provide an experience that they cannot get anywhere else. What better way for us to do that than for us to listen to what they are saying and for us to go ahead and make those changes right as needed. Again, like I said, you don't have to make all of the changes that they are telling you to make. It might not be something that works for you. I'll give you an example. For us, we have a lot of people who reach out in regards to our online courses and say, hey, I would prefer to buy the online course if it included the kit. Well, that's great, right? However, you can buy them and buy both of them, okay? But it's just not one lump sum. And as much feedback and requests as we have received in regards to that, that is not what necessarily works for our business. What works for our business and our clients and our students is to actually sell our courses and our equipment separately. And I'm going to give you a couple reasons, right? So that way you understand that I'm not just doing it because it doesn't work for me and I don't want to do it or it creates more work for me. I'm doing it because we actually have more people that require or ask us or appreciate the, the availability to do it this way. So one of the reasons that we sell them separately is because of the fact that some people cannot afford to buy both at the same time. So if you purchase the course while it's on sale, it's $99, it's BOGO, it's $149, it's $199, whatever the price is, you buy it while it's on sale, okay? And then because the course does not expire, later on you then purchase the supplies and equipment or whatever, right? Now, that's just one example. Another example is that this affords you the ability to go ahead and purchase them separately, but at the same time, maybe you purchase the course while it's on sale with your credit card, but you wanna make payment arrangements because we have payment arrangement options. You wanna make payment arrangements with the equipment because it's a little bit more expensive. So now you can do two separate transactions for that same idea, right? The supplies, the course, the equipment, whatever the case is, right? So that's another option. The other thing is that some people already have the supplies and equipment. Maybe they got the course done somewhere else and they need a refresher. Maybe that somebody gave them the equipment because they want to do go out of the business or whatever, right? Whatever the case is, they already have the supplies and equipment. Okay, so that's great because then you don't have to buy our supplies. You just have to buy the course, right? Maybe it's a matter of you want to buy our course, but you want to source your own products. Perfect. Again, these are all of the different examples of reasons why it is more beneficial for us to go ahead and sell the supplies and the equipment and the starter kits and everything separate from our courses. Again, even though we get the feedback that people want to go ahead and buy them as a bundle because that's what industry standard is, that's what people are used to, that is not work, what works for our business, for our business model, right? So I take that feedback, I go ahead and then explain to them why we don't do it that way or why it's actually beneficial to do it a different way 
and things of that nature. But again, this is just one example of how I take that feedback, how I take that information from our clients and our students and followers and things of that nature. And I'm able to make changes, right? Or I'm able to say, no, that's not actually what works for us, right? Another example of taking feedback was that we had a lot of people who didn't really understand where to look for the regulations. So we started creating and you know, making a list of all of our frequently asked questions. Does the su- uh, supplies included with it? How do I receive my certificate? How long does it take? You know, whatever. So we started taking all of that feedback, right? And then in order to provide a good customer service experience, we then created that frequently asked questions. We have it on our website. We have it on our highlights, on our Instagram. And we want to make sure that we continue to provide information so that if somebody does have a question, right, they can easily see it either on our website or our social media. And then, of course, there's the one or two people who still reach out and ask us, even though it's on there, right? But again, the goal is for us to listen to our clients' needs, listen to their preferences, their likes and their dislikes, take that information and go ahead and make changes as needed. That way, if you do have an opportunity to save that client or maybe even for the client in the future, right, you can go ahead and attract your deal target audience. Again, what I had said earlier in the the live stream was just making sure to, you know, if you do have a client that says they're not going to return, take the opportunity to graciously thank them for their service and their time and supporting you and your small business. And in addition, ask them for constructive feedback. Ask them for information or ideas on how you could do things different or what was the the catalyst that you know made them choose to decide to go somewhere else. It may be something that you have control over. It may not be, okay? It may be something completely unrelated to you. It might be something that's going on in their life. Maybe they're having financial difficulties. Maybe they have got a lot of stress. They just started a new job and your schedules don't work with each other. Whatever it is, you will have the opportunity to go ahead and open up that conversation and either gain information and knowledge about things that you can be making changes for, or you will have the opportunity to also potentially save that client. So I hope this information was helpful for you today. Again, this is the one secret that help will help you improve on your customer service as a beauty service professional. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week and happy holidays. That's a wrap for today's beauty business breakthroughs. I hope you found these insights valuable and actionable for your beauty business. Remember, success in this industry is within your reach. If you're hungry for more and ready to take your beauty business to the next level, consider joining our Get Fully Booked Accelerator program. We are dedicated to helping beauty professionals like you achieve extraordinary success with strategies that can take your business to 10K per month and beyond. Simply send us a direct message on Instagram, Lux Beauty and Body Co. with the word success, and we'll provide you with all of the details on how you can be a part of this game-changing program. Your journey to a thriving beauty business starts now. 
thank you again for tuning in. And until next time, stay inspired, stay motivated, and keep making those beauty business breakthroughs.